Hey guys, I'm Greg. This is Stephanie. This is our podcast, Living in Key West. We're both real estate agents here in the Florida Keys. So if you ever thought about buying or selling here, please don't hesitate to reach out. We'd be more than happy to help you sell your home or find your perfect dream home you've been dreaming about. Uh, Today's kind of a special one. It is. It's going to be about frequently asked questions we get on our live walks that we do in the morning. Yeah. Every morning on TikTok. Like wrote, uh, I started writing a list and I have like 51, currently I have 51 questions. I didn't realize like how many of the same questions like we get over and over. And I know for a fact that as we're talking, I'll remember other ones and I'll jot them down. So if you see me, if you're watching the video version of this and you see me jotting them down, it's because I remembered another question, but it was actually really wild because as I was writing, I was like, holy crap, like we get so many questions. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. I mean, you know that, but like, then yeah. to go through and start writing them down, I was like, maybe I'll have like 25. We'll, nope. we'll get on average four to 500 questions every morning, right? Every morning. Yeah. Yeah. And I answer 98% of them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are the same ones. That's why we wanted to do this episode because while we're on the live, we don't give like extended answers just because we're on the because live. Because I'm doing just, the live and not Stephanie. Well, yeah, partially. Was, we'd get through about 15 questions if Stephanie was doing the live. She'd go into some deep, deep detail. Yeah, which I think is appropriate, especially well, on some topics. But now when not someone in, asked the temperature of the... Well, I'm not going to go into detail on that. But there are some questions that beg a more detailed answer. And so we wanted to do this yep. episode because the live in the mornings is not really the forum for that detailed answer. No. So this is... Because there's too many doing. questions coming across the screen. Yes. There's too much of all that. Yes. So um, usually we started a new series called Island Series that drops on that will drop on Thursdays. Island Stories. Yep. Exactly what I said. Yes. And uh, we are in the process of trying to find somewhere to record these at we want to find a really cool location we don't want to do it at our office anymore so we just want to find a cool location so we're in the process of doing that so while we're looking we'll do this uh faq so you guys you know i know you guys are probably pretty sad about that so we're sad about not having an island stories drop today so we're dropping this instead yeah yeah so heads up um my questions were just like Literally, brain like a, dump. Uh, yes, it was a, it was a brain dump. So they're not in any particular order. Um, we're probably going to jump around. I imagine this will be a long episode, so it's very possible that Greg's going to break up. it up yeah. into a few episodes. Um, Depending so, on how long we go, but we're just going to kind of like let her rip, and yeah, and also, we'll see where this goes. I know what you guys are wondering. Yes, this is an orchid between us. <laughs> I got it from Home Depot. It is an absolute monster, but it's. Truly beautiful. Oh my gosh. It's so it's actually two orchids. It is two orchids. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. It's I mean truly it looks like one that you would get from like the orchid festival. Anyway, this cra- crazy thing is there's only $35. It's what and it's from Home Depot. And it's from Home Depot. No, it's wild. They actually we went to Home Depot today and I showed some major restraint. You did. Because they the orchid guy was there. I know. I thought maybe you knew he was going to be there, and that's why you were like, oh, we should go. No. Like, you timed it. But what is today? Wednesday? Yeah, maybe so he shows up every Wednesday. Wednesdays is when he does the restock, and nice. we were there. Probably, like, Wednesday mornings. Yeah. Yeah. So, he had some pretty ones, but we were a little bit in a hurry because, oh, because our groceries had been yeah. delivered. So, we needed to get back to get those because they were sitting at our door. So All right. All right. So, let's we're get to into it. it. So, yes. question number these, one. And some of these questions are going to be, like, the shortest answers. Yeah. And some of them are going to be longer, so just a heads up. And like I said, they're not in any particular order. So, so, question number one, and this is, you know, it's weird because I feel like on on these lives, I'll get a, some of these questions I'll get every day for like 
two weeks straight, but then I don't get them for a little bit. Yeah. And maybe this one is more so because when it was freezing cold up north, yeah. people were just like, oh my gosh, that what's, makes sense. what's your temperature down there? I still get it. I yeah. got it multiple times this morning. Yeah. But probably the number one question is, what is the temperature? Yeah. So currently it is 84 degrees and very breezy. Um, but some exciting news is I have ordered a weather station. It's called Tempest and, uh, it's going to come here at the house and it will tell us like how fast the wind's blowing, the temperature, uh, what it feels like, if there's rain in the area, thunderstorms in the area. It's, it's a really cool thing. It's great reviews. I actually saw it on Mike's weather, uh, page channel or whatever it is. Mike's and, weather page. Uh, so I will put a link for that here. You guys can get one if you want. If you're big weather nerds like us, mm -hmm. you can go ahead and uh, get one of those and get 10% off. Mm -hmm. I'll put the code in there and I'll put the referral link just to go straight there. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> we already have, well, you have your, we've talked about this a little bit. I think on the last um, podcast, we were talking about how we have. Uh, just make sure it's not going to rain. Well, I know it does kind of, it's a little dark. Um, it's, it's we're a little protected right if it's, is it sprinkling? Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Well, our computer's out here, so. Huh. Of all days. It's just this one cloud that's over us, so hopefully oh, it'll go by. Well, uh, and we could also get, like, a little, like, we could put something over the computer if it's just, like, little sprinkles here and there. Yeah. Um, but you have a, a alarm clock that is also, mm -hmm. like, a little, like, a little weather station, kind of. And so we've yeah, had... that's purely, like, temperature. It's just temperature, yeah. yeah but the whole point is that I'm, I'm making is that it's we like it. It's really nice because you know the temperature inside your room and then obviously this one's old so you got it when we lived in Gainesville so the outside sensor is still in Gainesville but you have like a little outside sensor you put out on like your fence or somewhere mm -hmm. outside and it feeds into the weather station and tells you like the temperature outside which is really nice too like when you wake up in the morning it's like so yeah but I this mean, one's reading what's happening at your house right. which is really cool it is really right, cool. So you, a lot of those don't have the wind so you're like oh well it's saying it's 20 miles per yeah. hour well this one tells you what yeah. it is and i think there's an app too right yeah you pull there up the is app an app and I'm it'll not, tell you i was looking at i think i can actually have my own website through them so like all my stuff will upload so i might be able to like put that like in share. like our link tree or See, something I thought that's what the whole thing was with mike is that he really liked the weather station itself but i thought that's what that's what i was saying to you is oh, that yeah. he was like oh so when he goes to chase a hurricane well, then you can see what the wind speed is where yep. he is because he's like putting on his car or whatever so i think that that was one of the big selling points for him was that he was able to share that information yep. with everyone who and follows then, him so if that's accurate we'll be able to share it yeah. with you guys little private like key west weather yeah. site or whatever so yep. Very cool. So that's question number one is what is the temperature? And you yep. said it's 84, right? 84. Okay. Starting to feel like it. Yeah. Hopefully it does not rain. <laughs> Boy, We've been asking for rain and asking hasn't for rain. rain for <laughs> months. Now we're going to get it when we're doing a podcast outside. Yeah. Well, I like the temperature drop that happened and I like the breeze, but yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to just keep going. Um, does the Hemingway house still have cats? Yes, it does. The answer 57 is 57 yes. of them. Currently, yes. The last time we checked, the last time we heard it was 57. They are polydactyl, which means six-toed. Um, and the polydactyl trait is a recessive gene. So all of the cats 
there on property are part of the bloodlines of the Heming original Hemingway cats, but not all of them actually have six toes. Also, cats can have, I'm going into more detail, but this is all interesting. Um, cats can have any like breed of cat can have the polydactyl gene. So it's not, polydactyl is not a breed of cat. It's a, it's a trait that any cat can have. So, um, yeah, so there's, that's why all the Hemingway cats look different. They're all different types of cats, I guess. I don't really know a lot about cat breeds actually, nope, yep. now that we're talking about it, but, um, any type of cat can have the polydactyl gene. Six toes. Sweet. So, yeah. All right. Are there cats all over the island? This is an interesting... We, there's a we few questions that a lot. I'm going to flag a few of the questions as we're going through them because they are questions we get all the time and we're not entirely certain where they come Could be from. from. Five years ago. Maybe five years ago there used to be a ton of cats that, running, that, running Very possibly. Very possibly, yes. So this is a question the we get all that the time. Is no. Very rarely do we see a... Uh, uh, like a stray a, cat. Cat running in the wild. Yeah, I mean, there's like we saw one the other day that had that chicken in its mouth, but he, he had a little he was, cat house. He had a cat house. He so had like a little house there, so he's he, someone's cat who just hangs out outside sometimes. Yeah, and then there's like Captain, the cat at the rum bar, cats. but he's I mean he's kept. Um, occasionally you see him, but they really I mean, I, I can the only thing I can really like compare it to like as we go through this and talk about different things is Gainesville and I can honestly say I don't feel like there are more stray cats here than we experienced in Gainesville. Oh, not it's even just, close. There's, there's oh, not, literally not even close. There's there's just, there are cats. It's, you very rarely see them. You can go certain places in yeah. Gainesville and see Tons. 50 of them. Yeah, yeah. So, right. so, so maybe there's a place in, in Key West, yeah. but to, in our experience... Correct. There are not just cats running all over the place. Um, okay, so this is another question that we get all the time. I don't know where it came from. I've done research on it because I'm really curious about it. And the question is, is there a homelessness issue? So what I will say is I have not personally seen anything with my own eyes that leads me to believe that there is any sort of overt homelessness issue. Are there homeless people or I, I don't actually know what the PC term is. I think it's, I don't know. there might be a different term now. And so if I'm using the wrong one, please excuse me. Um, but it's not a, it's there not like some, a, but there's not a way more in Gainesville. Way more. Gainesville actually has an incredible homelessness problem. Like it's, it's extreme. As compared to that, I don't see, you know, I haven't seen an issue. I'm not saying that there aren't homeless people here. Yeah. And certainly we have a housing crisis, which would perpetuate that. But I know that the city also has um, programs and things to actively help um, with housing and, and some other programs to help support um, folks to get back on their feet and things like that. That's what I saw when I was doing my research. So I can't speak to it in an educated way, but I can say in our experience and our walking all around the island and interacting with a lot of people and being in a lot of different areas, it has never occurred to me that there's a like major issue yep. um, on that front. So yeah, I would say Google it, research it if you have more questions about it, but yeah. that's our answer. Um, okay. This is another one we get all the time. So what's, how is crime? How is safety? So I do want to say something before we dive into this any further. 
as um, licensed real estate professionals, we have to be careful a lot of times on different topics with regard to what information we are providing because we never ever want to um, accidentally or on purpose mislead anyone on any sort of topic that would, I guess, influence their purchasing decision or their mm -hmm. relocation decision. So if you ever ask us on our TikToks or uh, anything about like crime rate or um, there's some other topics which I'll call your attention to when we get to them, we typically say Google it because it's a one, we don't want to misquote and misspeak. Two, we want you to look at the statistics and the information that you find the most important. Um, so what do we say typically when someone asks about the crime rate or how is crime in Key West? What's our answer typically? Typically, uh, we'll say that we feel safe. Right. Um, but always be aware of your surroundings yeah. when you're walking, especially if you're by yourself, be aware of your surroundings mm -hmm. and Google it. Google it. Yeah. So we will give you, right. We give you our like anecdotal, um, experience. Right. And so actually in preparation for this episode, I did do some more research again, cause I wanted to understand really like what the numbers were out there. And I'm not going to quote the numbers to you because I, again, I don't want to give any information that is not exactly mm -hmm. correct. But what I will say is this, I never, ever, I never felt not never. I ex very, very, very rarely felt unsafe in Gainesville. Yep. Um, and I do not, I have very rarely felt unsafe here. There was only one time I can remember feeling unsafe since we moved here. We can talk about that in a minute if you want to. But, yeah. Um, but largely I feel very safe. Now I would say that the caveat to that is I'm typically try to be extremely aware of my surroundings. Yep. Um, I am cautious. I do not put myself in potentially, you know, I try not to put myself in potentially dangerous situations. We really are not out at night very much. We so are all not. All that stuff factors into yes. us feeling safe as a, you know. Right, right. So that, so that's, all these are caveats, right? The lifestyle that we lead, we are not out typically, you know, under the influence of anything. We are not out in big, you know, crowds yeah. and around a lot of other people. Typically we are not out at night. Typically, you know, we are not, we, we lead a pretty boring life. So that helps, I think us to feel safe because we lead a fairly safe life. So I'm saying all that to say, please do your research. Now in full transparency, we have had one experience since we've been here where we felt um, actually very unsafe. Um, so we could talk about that if you want to. Sure. So you can tell it. Oh, we had to go because I was going fishing and I had some stuff in our storage unit and our storage unit is open till 10. Yeah, but don't say the name of it. I should. I know, but I don't. Yeah. But so it was open till 10. So we showed up at nine. It was because dark by it was this a, point. It was a late... Yeah. Last minute decision. It we were was. going fishing early, so it couldn't go in the morning. Yeah. And we had been to our storage unit a number of times, and this is one that has a gate. The door has a code you have to put in. The, the elevator. You go in the elevator, you got to put the code in. Like, there's a number of security measures, which is goes into our selection of our security unit, because that's important to us, safety. And so, um, we have always felt safe going there. Mm -hmm. Now, in fairness, we've never been there at night. 
Yep. Uh, okay, I'll, go I'll ahead. never go again. No, 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 definitely not. Anyways, I'm going to not go into a ton of detail. Yeah. But uh, there's one gentleman there at the time that I saw, and we, I just was like, well, I'm just going to run up and go grab grab it. You kind of, st- and Stephanie said, I'm staying in the car. Well, because when we had pulled in, we pulled in the gate, the gate was closed. We put in our code, right? Pulled in the gate. When we pulled in... The door was broken. The door, the sliding door that you normally have to put the code in to get into the building was just standing open. And there was a guy inside the lobby who the best I can describe to you is, and always, you know, listen to your intuition and especially women and women have incredible intuition. I couldn't explain it to Greg, but there was something about the behavior, the body language, the movements of this person that I saw for a split second in the lobby that made me deeply uncomfortable. And so I was extremely on edge and felt extremely scared as soon as we pulled in. And so we sat in the car for a minute and kind of watched in the mirror and Greg was like, well, I'm going to just go run up because I, I think the guy, you thought he was like cleaning or something because he, he was making all these weird movements. Because we were there earlier in the day. And there was someone vacuuming, so I thought it was still like the cleaning yeah. unit because the elevator was open, the yeah. door was open, so I figured maybe they just propped it open because yes. they're coming and going. And it made logical sense that maybe it's like yeah. later in the evening, a lot of people aren't here, so they're like waxing the floors or something. We were just like, yeah. Well, it wasn't. No. It was not a cleaning So person. I stayed in the car. Yep. Greg got out. I stayed in the passenger seat, and then I watched in the rearview mirror. Yeah. So you started to walk up. I went up, and I went inside, and when I went inside, that guy left. He like left and was walking towards our car while there was like one little dirt bike sitting there. Yeah. I don't even know if it was his or not, but I was like, okay, I was kind of keeping an eye on him because obviously Stephanie was out there by herself. I ended up not going up the elevator because ours is on the second floor and I went back out because I just, I didn't know what he was doing. Then he acted like he was taking a license plate off, took off the license plate. But that scooter had been there for days and days and days because we had been at the unit went inside and uh he started to i walked back out then when he turned around i decided to turn around and go back because i I wanted to get what i needed to go fishing in the morning and uh then he starts talking to me and was just you at that point you know it's not right at that point i know i'm not going up yeah but i'm walking back because i'm walking towards going inside deciding whether or not i'm going in and i said i'm not so I get to the door and I'm going to turn around. Well, all, out of the blue, another dude pops out. Yeah. Like from inside the storage unit, shirt off. Very strange behavior. Yes. And starts hitting on hitting the door. Long story short. Well, they also, did you want to say this part? That's what I was leaving. Oh, out. okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. They kept bringing up stuff that like. Like, completely unprompted, they were bringing up topics that, like, no one's talking about. Yeah. It was, like, almost like they were telling on themselves, like, confessing, you know? So, it was just, like, really bizarre. They seemed certainly under the influence of something. something. It yeah. was really weird all the way around. Um, to say, felt very unsafe. Very unsafe, yeah. So, Greg got back in the I, car. I, I seriously thought they were going to try yeah. to jump me or something. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, so, anyways... That was that. That's the only time we felt unsafe. So, this is what I'm going to say. Don't go to a storage unit at night. And we have a friend who has a storage unit there, and we messaged her. She's a single woman, and we told her, do not go. Do not go by yourself. Do not go at night. 
Um, so, I mean, I think I would just say that was a really weird situation where we normally would never have gone there at night. It was just sort of like one of these last minute weird things. Otherwise, that is not a decision we would have made. We just would not have gone at night because, you know, it's just nighttime is when things happen more often. So that yep. just wouldn't have been a decision that we made. But what I will say is this. Heed your intuition. Don't be worried about offending someone. You know, like if you're worried that they're going to think you're like weird because you came in, but you didn't go up the elevator, who gives a flying crap? You know what I mean? Like take care of yourself. If something feels weird, like just get back in your car, drive away. It's not worth it. Go get your fishing stuff in the morning or whatever you need to do. Which is what we did. Which is what we did. It worked out. broken. Still a little, uh, still a little creepy. It was we still a little creepy at like seven in the morning, which is right when they opened. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, anyways, anyways, but so that's, that's the, that. That's the only time. Yep. Other than that, we have felt pretty very safe, safe yeah. in in Key West. So I would say just be cautious. And if you're curious about specific crime rates, specific, you know, types of crime, whatever, Google it. You can find all those statistics very readily available on Google. Next. Next. Um, are we scared of hurricanes? Uh, so, I think the answer to that, because we get asked this a lot, and our people saying, oh, I'm never moving there because of a hurricane. Why would you live somewhere where Why hurricanes hit? Why would you hit? live somewhere where hurricanes hit? Uh, I usually will say, you got natural disasters pretty much everywhere. You got earthquakes, fires. Tsunamis. Tsunamis. Tornadoes. Floods. Floods. Snowstorm blizzards, ice storms. ice storms. So you kind of have it all over, and Drought. it's almost like a pick your poison type of thing. Yeah. Heat waves. Oh yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. And I understand some are worse than others, absolutely. and all that. But all I can say is, are we scared? No. Do we respect it? Yes, absolutely. So you just got to, I mean, you got to know when hurricane season comes around, you're just, you just got to watch it. Mm -hmm. And if it's going to be over, I don't know, a three or four, plan on getting out of here and maybe try to plan ahead. But it's really hard with the hurricane because, you know, yeah, it can kind of go one way just a little bit. And, and also there's the conversation too, which we're extremely lucky that we're, you know, we, we have the option and the means to evacuate but there is a there is a massive conversation around the privilege of being able to evacuate and the and the accessibility of you know a vehicle to leave gas to leave the money to stay in a hotel or some a resource of somewhere where you can stay when you leave your house or being able to not work for a week while you're evacuated or two weeks or three i mean there's this is such a complicated conversation it's not it's cutting it's not cutting dry it's not but are yes, we leave. All right. right. Everyone, leaves. everyone, no, right. Like people case. say, why, well, why didn't these people evacuate? Some people literally cannot. They and just, some they people can't. just will not. And some people won't. Like right. there's, I've heard from several people who just, who lived on the Island forever. Never will evacuate. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. And that's a different conversation. So, right. But yeah. Yeah. But I think to your point, fear, no respect. Absolutely. Mother nature is, incredible in her strength and that's why i'll have that weather station the tempest exactly <laughs> and you know we are weather nerds so we track every storm like obsessively and we Maybe watch it too much yeah um but we like to watch that stuff and we like to be aware of that stuff and you know i think luckily we do have the means to evacuate we also have the, the means to be prepared yep. right so um 
if you live in basically anywhere on the eastern seaboard or the Gulf Coast, um, you should have a hurricane as much as you can, a hurricane preparedness, uh, both plan kit. and also kit, yeah. right? Yeah, Where and, we and have that. We were lucky enough to be, when Ian came through, which yeah. wasn't even supposed to be that bad, but it did have a little bit of a wobble uh, east, which gave us about 100 mile per hour gust and yeah. uh, five feet of storm surge. Uh, we were lucky enough at that time to be in a Cat 5 rated yes. place. So yes. we felt 100% yes. safe. Like I didn't feel like worried at all. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I will, and I, I my truth is that uh, the storm surge did, it creeped me out. I wasn't scared, but it's very strange to be standing on your elevated front porch looking out and watching water just the ocean. Yep. It's basically like when you're Fairly at the beach quickly. and like the, you know, the wave comes in. I mean, that's what it looked like. It's just literally the ocean just coming onto like your street and it's it's very scary and it makes you feel very helpless and it got quite high um it totaled our car so i think if nothing else it just gave me even more it just solidified my respect for the the force and the strength of mother nature and storm surge doesn't sound scary it is very scary so like that's heed that. the worst it's right the there. worst I mean... it's so destructive it's so scary um it does so much damage and like I wasn't scared of the wind. It was awesome. Like, I mean, awesome. Not like, it's so cool, but like, awesome. Like, you're in awe of the strength of Mother Nature. So, like, it, I have more respect having gone through what would amount to probably, like, a Category 1, yeah. essentially. And although we were, I think we should say this, too, we were in a Cat 5 rated... I did say that. No. House. You didn't say this. We would never... Or did I? Stay... For a category five, oh, even if the house no. is rated for a category five, no, to be clear, no, no. to be clear, cat five, bye bye is what I said. Yeah, and and you said a three so or a four higher. or a five. I mean, honestly, we yeah. were in a one, and I was. It totaled our car, and the winds were pretty crazy. I mean, it was. Yeah. It was so. I mean, it's it's. We respect Mother Nature. We are extremely aware of what's going on during hurricane season. And why would you? Why would we live somewhere where hurricanes hit? Because we feel connected to this place, and this is where we want to live. And we live here with the understanding that hurricanes or tropical weather of any sort are a real possibility. So yeah. I think it's just it's uh, it's a calculated risk, I guess. Is yeah, what I would that's say. what I was going to say. Is like we feel like the risk is worth it yeah and you just got to be prepared to leave yeah. if you can in our situation yep um so yeah yeah next